thing to do in Millbrook because there's always that one new business and cool thing that, that happens. And so that was it. And yeah, uh, I remember when we got a Walmart in Millbrook. It was the thing. Oh my God. <laughs> they, just, they just painted it blue. Um, it's weird. Uh, yeah, I know. There was nothing wrong with the way it was before. Um, it's so funny that we get fired up about those kind of things around here. Um, I know, right? <laughs> how pissed are we that the Walmart's blue now? Uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, <laughs> right? Uh, Five, four. Hey everybody, welcome back to Convo Series. I'm your host, RJ, a.k.a. Reg Travels. I guess that would make me Trevin Riser, a.k.a. The Chosen One, back again, once again. And yes. I just want to say good morning if you're watching in the morning. Good morning. Good evening if you're watching and or listening in the evening. And any time in between. How do. Uh, you, you still Chosen One? Uh, actually, <laughs> I don't know by the time this comes out. Uh, I was going to... You know what? It's at Trevin's world. I'm, ch- I'm changing <laughs> it like. now. I like it. The chosen one is dead at Trevin's world everywhere. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Now I have to do it. So, um, and you guys, thank you guys for tuning in again uh, for another week. Uh, did you hear what I said? Tuning in. Yeah. I became another English week. real quick. Tuning in. Tuning in. Uh, with, welcome back to Combo gotta, Series, guys. have a, like a CH sound, like a tuning in. Tuning in. Yeah. Tuning in this week. <laughs> <laughs> If you're on YouTube, you know that we have a guest, as always, as every week, guys. Uh, and all the also, if you're not on YouTube, go ahead, drop by. You know what we're saying. Yeah. Subscribe. Hit the subscribe just Hit for like. fun. Yeah. For we're, no good reason at all. We have been growing. We're at, I think, 73, 74 now. Yeah, we're on the almost road to, 100. to 100, folks. 100 Keep hitting the button. Yeah, we appreciate it. And um, those of you listening, we have another guest this week. This person I have known for just about 20 years wow almost two decades it's a lot of years <laughs> it feels that way uh i don't know how old i am and i'm not great at math how so old you are i don't i'm not great at math so it's probably not even true i don't do math um <laughs> <laughs> i hate math i don't know why i heard mass i was gonna say you're catholic no um but no so this guy i've known for a long time since um my last year in junior high we met in eighth grade uh, back when I lived in Alabama, man, uh, went through high school together. We were really good friends in high school. Used to go over his house. Uh, his parents were freaking awesome. Um, and you know how when you're in high school, you need to have that that friend with awesome parents. Yeah, the cool parents. This was this guy. <laughs> right. um, I just became friends with him and his twin sister, who I love both of you guys. Hey, we have not talked in forever. Um, and we're just catching up, man. Everybody, welcome Danny. Danny. Danny Lawless, man. <laughs> hey, man. Um, I am kind of like a kidney candy store. I'm excited that I get to do this with you guys. That's and uh, so and I really appreciate it. I'm excited to catch up with you, man. I know, right? You were. Uh, we were talking before we actually, uh, the mics went hot. And we were talking about the camp. We're going to get into the camp um, because I really am curious about it. You were saying some stuff that I didn't even know about it. Also, we worked at a camp together. <laughs> I, so I've heard about 30 <laughs> seconds ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do want to hear about that. But before we do that, um, this guy, man, he has a great story. I was kind of telling you about this a couple of weeks ago. He has an incredible story. I can't wait to get into that. But before we do, let's talk about um, what happened since high school graduation back in 08, man. 08. <laughs> Where have you been up to since then? lot um so uh 
And then I'll give it to you like this. Let me try to give you cliff notes, I guess. Um, from 08, uh, I went to school, um, was at AUM for entirely too long to get my bachelor's degree. <laughs> it took me six years, um, but it was cool. Uh, in between, I've done everything from um, play music in a band that uh, that, that really kind of kicked off. And, and this was back in the, the, the MySpace days where MySpace was golden and Facebook was still kind of new and rising. And, um, you know, everybody was, was real tight with Tom and, and, and everything like that. Um, so I actually uh, I actually uh, used to really follow your band. I loved your band. You remember I told you I used to be a drummer. This was the yes. person that invited me to the drum in his band. Oh, even though I never did, but <laughs> really the hand cool. was lent out. <laughs> yeah, we we had uh, we we had uh, Hegerad. We God, I mean, we from I think all, almost until the beginning of 2010, we're, we're writing music and we did some recording and we met a lot of cool people. We're playing shows at all these crazy venues in downtown Montgomery that aren't open anymore yep. um, and uh, picked up steam because of the MySpace influence and had 10,000 followers and, and traveled and did, uh, you know, kind of toured the Southeast DIY tours, did all kinds of nice. fun stuff along the way. And, uh, and, and then it all just kind of came to an end. And then I realized, you know, if I'm going to throw my money at school to drop all these classes, I better at least try to study. So, um, and then uh, <laughs> I dove back into school and, um, uh, went from that to, to kind of, uh, um, you know, the, the fraternity life, which everybody, you know, already has kind of a preconceived notion of what, what, what frat life is like in college. Fraternity, yeah, for sure. You know, for, for me, um, especially a guy coming, you know, uh, coming out of a band, um, uh, it didn't seem to, to kind of be, you know, the, the norm or what, what, what would have been considered me to do something like that but I had the influence of some of our great friends from high school RJ uh, like, like Bill Robbins and Josh Dominguez and Grant Kimbrough and uh, yeah, shout out big names out there uh, yeah. but <laughs> these are great guys <laughs> yeah uh, cool dudes and um, uh, you know I actually credit them and that with with holding me really accountable for for the next steps I mean uh, uh, to, to be where I am now was pretty awesome. And then, you know, I stayed with the YMCA in the summers and lifeguarded and was an after-school counselor kind of in between all through there. And as I was coming up on the end of college, um, uh, you know, I studied mass comm and worked on uh, broadcast journalism and those kind of things. And it was fun, but I started kind of feeling this big gravitational pull towards, you know, trying to figure out what it would be like to, to, to go pro with the Y. I know that, that for me, I'm supposed to serve people. And that's that. That's what I do best. And uh, the why taught me that along the way. And so reached out to to our exec, our boss, and and he started shopping my name around. I ended up at, at Camp Chandler um, in 2014, and was the waterfront director. And I managed all the guards out here. And um, I was 14 and 15. Left for a little bit of time. Uh, had a glamorous job killing bugs uh, uh -huh. for, for a few years. And then this, this cool opportunity came around to, to have me back out here with an even better team than I had before. Um, uh, you know, my, my sister, you know, Mary, my twin, she, uh, mm -hmm. uh, she, she teaches high school and she came out here with her kids for like a big team building day and um, talked to some, some of the, the folks that are working out here and, and got to chitty chatting about an open position and, and gave me a call and, you know, you know, here I am married several years later, and so huddled up with my, my, my now wife, and 
like, yeah. hey, Mary, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's another big one. So, um, you know, uh, my, my wife, uh, her name is Caitlin. She is my Shout entire out. world, of course, my best friend, all the Shout things out. that I was supposed to say, I actually mean them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she, she, no, she is, she is absolutely incredible. I met her at Grandview. Uh, we lifeguarded together for a year. Um, both dating different people at the time and uh, kind of one it was one of those days uh, several years later I was single and saw her on Facebook and didn't see any dudes in her pictures anymore and so you know uh, dropped in the DMs and uh, the rest is history and, right uh, so married two years I've got an eight-month-old baby um, and, uh, and I'm back now uh, as the uh, Red Ranger if you will at Camp Chandler I'm, I'm <laughs> nice Getting ready and running, running things at camp. It's wild, man. It's you wild. have an eight-month-old. How are you sleeping? I'm not. Uh, I, I thought so. I thought not. <laughs> uh, how was that, that whole experience, man? Being a father. So I got a lot of great advice from you know all of our friends that have become dads, and uh, you know over the years uh, they've 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 gained and garnered lots of experience but the one thing that they always told me kind of leading up to the moment that my daughter cecilia was born was like you'll never understand that that moment that feeling when you realize that you gave life to this human this child and that that, that child draws her first breath and then um you know it'll it'll knock yours out and so i got told that so i'm like kind of building up this idea of what i think that's going to feel like and then it happened and it, uh -huh. it, it's true but you can't you can't express it in words it, it, it's the, the coolest thing in the entire world this little kid looks up to me um uh it's cool she gets to grow up uh, you know being, being a little camp kid i think that's awesome right. <laughs> um but, uh, but man uh eight months already sitting up rolling around she's gonna be crawling soon scaring the crap out of me um uh and uh very vocal like her mom uh, mm -hmm. like her mom <laughs> better they get to a point where they do start to sleep through the night and we're finally there so so that nice. is that is better but camp season's fixing a hit and uh i'm gonna be working like 18 hour days so uh <laughs> yeah yeah that's about it's yeah things are about to change here um it's, and it's, what about married life i am still single myself but trevin here is married yeah no uh i talk about that Hey, no, no, I absolutely love it. Um, uh, you know, we dated for four years before we decided to pull the trigger and, and do this thing. And um, gosh, uh, what, what a great family we, we, we both have. And the fact that, that everyone's kind of here too. Her parents live in, you know, Prattville down the road. My parents nice. are still down the road. And um, so, uh, so we have everybody here. Uh, you know, all our people are here. And it's great. Um, uh, but, uh, but, but, you know, having, having her, uh, kind of by my side every day, um, you know, especially coming off the heels of mother's day too. Uh, you know, I feel like I'm almost regurgitating the card, uh, you know, um, but, uh, uh, she, uh, I, I, there's no way I could do life right now without her and, and without my little one. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, she's cool. She, uh, she is an educator and, uh, and teaches theater, uh, to brilliant young minds in Montgomery. And, uh, and man, it's, uh, you know, it, it's cool to have both of us kind of working in this, this attitude of servitude industry and, and get to, to work with kids and, um, right. you know, uh, have, have all that kind of fun along the way. And so you can imagine like our house, uh, is just full of humongous personality all the time. Uh, <laughs> 
nobody's quiet. Um, and and that's just, that's the way we like it, man. That's, awesome. that's how it was back in high school too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, you know, I think you alluded to a little while ago, like um, you know, everyone kind of hanging out at, at at our place. That was that was the thing. You know, I guess there there's there's someone in every crowd that 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 you know everyone kind of gravitates towards in high school as far as like going over and and you know whatever happens on the weekends, which we exactly got into it. That's a little bit everything. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I want to go back to the marriage thing real quick because uh, yeah. Trevin and Victoria just celebrated three years together, right? Nice. Yeah, three, three years. years. We just had our anniversary. and uh, Happy anniversary, You guys. can see photos on my stories. Um, I think I have like the highlights mm-hmm. saved. But yeah, um, that was a lot of fun. And Any advice just, you would give Danny? For, I mean, he's just like a year behind you. but <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm always up for advice. <laughs> I, I don't have any advice. I married my best friend and it hasn't been that much work, honestly. So and actually, sorry, go ahead. That's all really like it's, it's been really fun. I mean, we've been through some shit together. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But at the end of the day, she's my favorite person. And she made him marry her. <laughs> this is the truth. <laughs> he was waiting man, too long, awesome. man. I, I wanted to, I don't know. I wanted to wait. I, I don't know. <laughs> I wanted it to be perfect, you know. I was looking for the the big, the the whole nine yards, and uh, she just wanted to get married. So she said, "Look, you're gonna f- marry me." <laughs> <laughs> you know that, that that's, that's kind of how we how we were too. Um, you know, I think uh, we we both for for a lot of reasons wanted. I think all of that that process to go right, and uh, you know, uh, I I was trying to struggling to, to to find the right ring and all this stuff but but you know my wife she's very particular and she told me kind of exactly what kind of ring she wanted and the more she explained it to me i was like oh no there's no way I'm, you know. but by the time it came down to to actually spending money on the ring everything that that she got very descriptive about actually drove the price down and uh and my head exploded i was like awesome uh you know, uh, I, I mean uh so so all that worked out um you know i i ended up uh uh having having the talk with dad to make sure it was cool you know uh you know her, her dad, dad though right yeah her dad <laughs> okay <laughs> dad is it okay if i go marry <laughs> hour, it was like a two and a half hour car ride down to her sister's house down in south alabama and uh um you know i'm sitting here re- rehearsing and in my mind knowing i'm gonna pull the trigger at some point in the car and if he says no then it's gonna get real weird so <laughs> I think I waited to about like the final five minutes and, and he was thrilled because she's um, right. his last of four daughters and they're all married and out of the house. And so he was like, yeah, let's do this. And, um, yeah, you know, but, but Trevin, I think you said it best to me, man. Uh, she's a hundred percent my best friend. Um, my dad always told me that growing up, um, you know, he said, you know, date girls in high school, have fun, do all these great things, but understand that you should never marry anybody until you're certain that person is your best friend um and uh and, and only at that point should you ever be that serious and uh and so yeah. he he made it easy for me and and that was awesome so, yeah. i mean i knew it before we were ever romantically entangled like <laughs> you like that word <laughs> that was good but, i like uh, the description <laughs> you know like i i met her in uh, in school in job corps and we were literally best friends we were almost inseparable we did everything we were always together um you know 
couldn't just, imagine your life without her. I, could, I can't imagine it. Yeah. We, uh, we moved in together right after we graduated. We graduated a few days apart and got out. It was like right around my birthday. Nice. And yeah, we've been just doing this thing ever since, man. Nice. Chasing dreams. <laughs> uh, man, that family, uh, it'll make you do something uh, like, I don't know why I said do something, but <laughs> <laughs> it does something to you. That's I don't know what I was trying what to it say. Is, but sorry, I didn't want to. No, literally, that was it. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, I, I've always been more of a uh, I don't know how to say it, but I value like community, you know, and I think that people are meant to live in like tighter communities, not these widespread cities. Mm. And, um, you know, older people in my life, like our, my elders, my, you know, whatever they they think it's weird i live with my friends um mm-hmm. like like a bachelor or like a college kid and um get approaching 30 and i'm married and people mm-hmm. are like when are you gonna buy a house when are you gonna have kids and i'm like i started a business this year i you know we started a, a podcast last year i'm like working on so much crazy stuff like what am i gonna do with kids and a, a mortgage I, right <laughs> i'm not worried about that right now and i'm so happy living with my friends, just doing what I love to do every day. So I think everybody's different. Yeah. Like it, well, I think obviously everybody's <laughs> different, <laughs> but the, the point I'm trying to make here is that even, even people who grew up in the same house can be absolutely completely different. Oh yeah. Raised the same way, have the raised with the same values, all that opposite. Um, so, I mean, what works for one person won't always work for the other. Yeah. I guess, was, which is the point I'm trying to make here, uh, which is why I'm still single. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> some people like to live alone and some people like to only live with a dog and their girlfriend or their their wife and their kid. And mm. some people are like me and I, I want to live like this. <laughs> <laughs> Got to. Um, but let's get back to uh, your your family situation, Danny. This is something I wanted to get into your story here. Something that yeah. I've been actually kind of following on uh facebook silently until that time i I hit you up and told you dude i've been following you um (laughs) so can we just get into what happened uh in the beginning of all of it because nobody else knows no doubt um yeah i'm happy to to be able to share the story and and i thank you guys for this platform to to be able to to kind of reach out and you know if if this hit somebody in the fields or somebody that's kind of going through it like you know, I, I want to be, you know, kind of, kind of shine a light on that a little bit and, right. and, and let people know, reach out. Um, but um, anyway, uh, gosh, um, kind of, kind of hard to figure out where to begin, I guess, other than, you know, I guess back to kind of jumping out of high school, um, you know, in high school, I was a, a two sport athlete. Um, and in high school, yeah, it's funny, you know, now, now it's so weird that we're like 30, RJ, because, I know. Uh, you know, uh, because now we're sitting here talking about this and, it's, you know, one of those good old, like everyone has those glory days story. Oh, play a little ball, man. So, you know, but, uh, but I did, I, I swam competitively. Uh, I played football until my senior year and, um, you know, I wasn't really good, but uh, but, but, but I was putting in a lot of work and right, right, right. So I was also eating to go with that. Right. And, uh, um, uh, but there was a lot of output for, for the input and I got out of high school, uh, jumped into college, beer tasted really good, uh, at that point. And, um, you know, I, I found myself not working out, uh, and maintaining just the, the diet, the lifestyle and kind of got extreme and, um, uh, through the course of, 
uh, my college years, um, I was in um, a relationship that lasted a few years and petered out. And from that point on, you know, I don't know, if, uh, I used that as an excuse, but I'm sure I made, you know, way more than one excuse to, to, to kind of really binge and go crazy. Um, uh, 2013 was, was quite a year uh, where, where it was just nonstop partying, single dating for the first time in four or five years, didn't know how to kind of handle and control myself. And, um, you know, by the time I graduated in 14 and then started kind of taking on a professional role, uh, with what I do now, um, uh, I had gotten myself somewhere to, and mind you, I'm, I'm not very tall. I'm maybe five nine. I think I give myself five nine. I'm five. Five uh, but, uh, um, <laughs> You know, I got to 285 at my biggest, um, and, uh, and and so um, just a lot going on. And in, in 2015, I uh, found out um, through you know, and maybe I don't know, maybe TMI for for the platform, I guess. But uh, you nothing's know, ever TMI on this, no, not, not on this podcast. Good. Um, so <laughs> I, I, you know, I thought I was having like a UTI. I mean, I was, I was, I was being. God, I don't know, entirely too much um, to, to where I couldn't, you know, sit down for 20, 30 minutes and what happened again. And uh, so uh, it was something weird. I went to go see a doc about, and went and just saw the, you know, the doc box down the road. I didn't have time for a, um, you know, like a primary care physician or anything like that. Or didn't think kind of like an urgent care doctor. You yeah, were. yeah, yeah. You know, I, at the time I, I figured I was too busy to actually regularly go see somebody and actually kind of take care of myself. And, um, and just another one of many, many excuses, right? So, uh, uh, but I go and see uh, see this this docking box is like, yeah, man, it's like eighties. Like your uh, your your blood sugar is is astronomical, and uh, and you really need to start taking care of yourself. And I'm what twenty four, twenty five at the time. So Can you speak up uh, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so um, I was uh you know twenty four, twenty five at the time when I found out that I was diabetic, and um so i got put on medication and and started doing that I, I jumped out of this line of work and then found myself not as busy and really wanting to take care of myself um uh, i ended up joining a uh, crossfit box uh, in millbrook with uh, some of our some of our friends nice. and, uh, and and my sister and i ended up having a lot of fun with that um i learned uh, a lot more about lifting than I did in high school. And to me, that was fun because some of the stuff that I, I kind of recognized mm-hmm. and, um, and, and as an adult, I was like, maybe I'm a little better at this because I actually listen. Hold on for a second. Just one second. Yeah. Having uh, sound issues. Hey, is that better? That's oh, better. That's way better. Good, good. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Cut. We're going <laughs> to. Sorry, it was me all along, man. <laughs> Damn it, Danny. Um, no. So we're going to take it back from, where do you want to take it back from? I was thinking the height and weight. Where where are we? Oh yeah. You said that you were, um, what? Five, nine. Yeah. And yeah. Can we start from there? Sure. 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 Thanks. I'm sorry. That is so far back. (laughs) Oh no, that's, that's perfectly cool. Um, so anyways, um, yeah, so so I probably don't even give myself five nine, um, uh, or I give myself five nine. I know I'm not five nine, <laughs> um, and 
uh, you know, I got myself to about 285 pounds. I gained probably close to 80 pounds through my college years. Um, and uh, there's one day uh, out here working at camp um, that, you know, I think it had just kind of dawned on me that I, I go to the bathroom a whole lot more than like the regular person does, like having to go pee, like, you know, every 20, 30 minutes is not normal. It's not right. You know, so I thought something was wrong with me, like UTI, and I know that's kind of maybe maybe a little weird for the story, right? Um, but um, it goes, but, it goes. <laughs> yeah, I, I finally decided to go see a doctor, and like a doc in a box. I didn't have a primary care physician. I was just a psychologist. I didn't care that much, man. Um, obviously. So um, uh, sit down with this guy, and, and he's like, "That's not a UTI, man. That's that's bad. You're you're way off the rails, buddy." And, um, you know, uh, you, you, you got to kind of dial it in. And so little family history of diabetes, um, you know, my mom and my dad, um, my dad, that, that's recent, you know, um, we actually didn't know until maybe two years ago. That was um, right. We need you to speak a little bit louder. Gotcha. Sorry. Um, no, you know, I, I, it's, it's the zoom. It's the zoom. <laughs> oh, no, no. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, I didn't know that my dad, uh, you know, we didn't know my dad was diabetic up until like uh, a couple years ago. Hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, it definitely runs in the family, uh, you know, grandparents, uh, so, so a little family history with it, but also, whoa, wasn't taking care of myself like at all. Um, so in 2017, about 2017, I, I jumped into, uh, like a CrossFit routine with like all, all of our friends and family back home that kind of right. became the, the cool thing to do in Millbrook because there's always that one new business and cool thing that, that happens. And so that was it. And yeah, uh, I remember when we got a Walmart in Millbrook, it was the thing. Oh my God. <laughs> they, just, they just painted it blue. Um, it's weird. Uh, yeah, no, there was nothing wrong with the way it was before. Um, so funny that we get fired up about those kind of things around here. I know, right? <laughs> How pissed are we that the Walmart's blue now? Uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, <laughs> right. Uh, so, uh, so anyway, um, uh, I enjoyed uh, the, the, the CrossFit routine, kind of getting in and learning uh, um, more about these lifts that I, I started to learn about in high school. And I figured as a grown-up, I'd probably listen better and, and uh, lifting better as a result and have fun with that. Um, and then started to get serious with, um, you know, my, my now wife. Uh, and, uh, you know, started working out money to propose to her to figure out how do we live together, get our first apartment and started figuring out those expenses. CrossFit is expensive. Uh, so, uh, and it only got more expensive. Uh, they bought a new building. They bought, uh, you know, like a, a second 24 hour gym, which you had to buy into. And, um, and, and we, we couldn't handle it while we were trying to throw money at this wedding. And, you know, the wedding that had to be perfect, right? So, I mean, it was, it was, it was this thing that, that you know, we had to have. Everybody there at this location, and, you know, it was, it was a big deal. So um, ended up taking a sales job uh, that, that took me away from home, stressed me out more than I think I ever had in my adult life too, and just packed on more excuses and, uh, you know, um, just uh, cheap and easy was the way I ate. And, uh, and, and it was like kind of my, my way to, to calm down a bit too after a long stressful day of just like, you know, eat until you go to sleep, right? So uh, that was kind of, kind of where I got myself. And so I ended up getting back out of the CrossFit routine um, and took my off the ball for about a year and a half, two years. Um, Which brings us to around 2018, 2019. 
Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're, you know, we're 2018, 2019. I got married in January. Um, and, uh, we were living in an apartment in Prattville. I'm still working at a pest control job and uh, doing sales. And, um, so kind of going through that whole stress, um, and, uh, just continue to make a lot of excuses for myself. So, uh, fast forward to the end of 2019, um, this opportunity to come back to Camp Chandler, where I am now, uh, um, you know, fell into my lap, uh, a really cool opportunity and, and, and came back to camp. And, you know, I had gotten to a point through the CrossFit years where I regulated myself enough and I was regularly seeing a doctor for a little while. And he told me, you know, because I dropped my A1C down to a normal number, like a five, uh, in, in that ballpark, that I didn't need medications anymore. And, and um, to, to, to really just continue to watch what I'm doing, uh, is, is the key, but I didn't listen. Uh, and that was, yeah, so that, that's, that's, that's what happens. Uh, you know, I, I feel like, uh, this is just kind of how I've, I've seen things and, and grown over the years with, uh, with, with my family and, um, my wife and, and just life lessons is that we all have a reason to be here every day. There's several reasons to, um, to handle our business, so whether it's people that, that are counting on us or, um, uh, you know, you know, directly at home or out there in the world somewhere, someone's counting on us to, to, to deliver on something. And so we all kind of have this, this cost we have to pay, right? Um, you know, and, and so for me, that's it. I, I, was, I was given this, this affliction like diabetes because I couldn't manage myself well. And so, um, you know, if I'm going to continue to, to kind of be around, that's, that's what I need to be doing is carrying, carrying that weight. And, and, but, but taking care of myself so I can be the best version of myself for the people that matter. And yeah, you had to find your why. The people right, that matter. That's it. Your why. That's it. And, and um, you know, it's funny, uh, in, in my bug killing business, I actually had a great mentor, um, uh, a good friend of mine still. His name is Mike. Uh, he was my boss. Shout out to Mike. And, uh, Shout out. Mike. Mike, Mike. Uh, he, <laughs> um, he, he, Kind of sat down with us in this meeting one day and, and, and asked me that question for the first time. What is your why? Mm. And then that hit me. Um, so what he did was we put um, two ladders uh, up in the middle of, a, of just a meeting room, uh, two, two about eight foot ladders and a four by four. And he sat it between in the middle between two of the lowest rungs of this ladder. And he's like, hey, I'll give you five dollars if you walk across that. You know, the worst thing happened to me is a rolled ankle and six inches off the ground. Okay, cool. You know, and you go walk, right? Um, and then he pulls the beam out and moves it up halfway and goes, okay, um, you know, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you $10 to, uh, to try to straddle this thing and scoot from one end to the other. And then he puts it on the top of this ladder, totally unstable, totally unsafe. He's like, who's going to do that for five bucks? Right. Yeah. So, um, but then he kind of put it in perspective after that. He said, now imagine that this is a steel beam between two high-rise, you know, apartment buildings, and the other one over there is on fire, and it's got all the people who care about it. There you go. The other one over there is on fire, and what now? Right, it's on fire, and the people that you love most in this world and that you care about are over in that burning. Oh, wow. There you go. And, uh, oh, you know, and so, you know, that that kind of, that kind of, I'll never forget that conversation. Uh, you know, it was something that, that really kind of fired me up and motivated. I think it motivated us as a sales team in the moment, but, uh, but, but that was, to me, that was such a life lesson and uh, something that I carried with me um, kind of into to what I do now um, at this camp. And so, uh, but for, you know, those couple of years that I really wasn't paying attention to my body, 
I was brainwashing myself to think that if I just felt okay, um, that I was all right. I was regulating. I was, I'm moving enough at camp. There's 104 acres out here. Uh, I walk my dog every day. I walk all over camp and, uh, you know, take care of things. Mm -hmm. And then the, the pandemic happened last year. Right. Oh, yeah. So, um, the, the pandemic struck, we got furloughed, um, suck. Uh, I actually live here at camp, by the way, too. My house is about 50 yards that way. Nice. Um, so really neat, um, a really cool experience, but, um, to be furloughed from your job and then still live where you work, um, really weird. Um, uh, you know, very, very much of a, a ghost town out here. And this is a terrible place to be quiet. Um, you know, this is such a beautiful place and it should be shared with people and right. it, it just wasn't getting shared. It's terrible. So, um, you know, to, to further complicate things too, in the way this, this pandemic was, was scaring everybody in the very beginning of it, um, you know, you didn't want to go outside, even though we practically don't have any neighbors except for, you know, the other director who lives, you know, uh, you know, a quarter mile down the road. Uh, right. so, so, um, right. Uh, so we're, we're just home. And, uh, so just, just chilling, wondering when I'm going to get my job back. If I'm going to get my job back, is camp going to happen? Um, and, uh, I finally get off furlough, and, uh, and this was like the third week of April last year. Okay. Um, and, uh, so in order for me to like justify working, uh, they, they put all of the directors on this, this, uh, rotation of, um, what they call the brown bag bus around here in the Montgomery area. Um, our, our Y serves kids that, um, need a meal, uh, in the spring, summertime, um, that usually get them at school. Right. So, uh, so we, we would drive into a lot of neighborhoods and deliver these meals to kids and parents and families. And, um, so, so I, the last normal day for, for fat Danny, uh, was like, um, uh, I, I was on the brown bag bus and I was like the strong guy lifting coolers and helping people. And I felt fine. Uh, everything's cool and went home and went to bed and I woke up at like 4am the next day and I knew something wasn't right. And, um, since, uh, since nothing's totally off limits here, uh, like, man, I felt like backed up. Like if I could just, like, if I could just like drop one and get with my day, like I would be so much better, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so, um, you know, the morning's dragging on, I start texting my team and I'm like, y'all, um, y'all give me to like 10 o'clock and I'll be good. Okay. I'll give me 10. Um, by 11 o'clock, you know, I had texted one of my co-directors out here and I was like, hey man, um, any way you can like go to town and like spot me some like milk of magnesia or something. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, but, but what was going on with me was, was throughout the course of that morning, this pain inside of my body was starting to, to slowly increase and I couldn't shake it. And, um, you know, hot showers weren't, weren't getting it done um you know that the pain had, had become so enormous that by just after noon that day um i looked at my wife in the bed who decided to stay home with me because she first thought i was doing the man cold thing you know um because i i don't handle face illnesses well um I, I think i'd rather puke than have my nose blocked that's just me yeah <laughs> um, oh god so um oh i'd rather throw up um but but uh anyway so I looked at her and I was like, I, 
my watch is talking. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm sorry, um, but I'm in the worst pain of my life. And, and that was kind of when it really resonated for both of us, something seriously wrong. The fact that, that I kind of just like made that fall out of my mouth. Um, uh, was like, this isn't cool. Uh, so we go to the, the local community hospital down the road. Um, you know, they, they start running my numbers and, uh, you know, my, my blood sugar was off the charts. Um, uh, you know, we're talking somewhere in the three, four, three, up to 500 because of my pain. Um, wow. you know, someone's normal fasting blood sugar is between like 70 and 120, right? Um, so, uh, so mine just totally off the scale. Um, uh, and the pain was caused by, uh, severe pancreatitis. Um, so, uh, so I had this, this terrible infection in my pancreas and, um, they'd also run some other numbers on me and determined that my uh, triglycerides were sky high. Um, I think a normal unit number there, even for, I think what they consider a diabetic, like normal numbers could, could flirt with two and 400 and whatever that unit is. Uh, okay. and, uh, and, and I, don't know. Um, I was told by the GI doctor in the hospital that mine were over 2000. Um, and oh, yeah, that was wow. absolutely insane. Um, so they threw me in an Ambo and took me over to Jackson hospital in Montgomery where I spent five nights. Um, uh, and that was a lot of time to sit in pain and reflect on, uh, the fact that it's time for me to get back to kind of carrying that cross, man. Like, uh, you know, here I am married for just over a year. Um, my wife is pregnant. Uh, you know, we found out that, uh, you know, we were having a baby back in January about the same week that we'd come back to camp, which was cool. And, um, uh, then the pandemic too. So I also have no visitors. Um, uh, I left my wife an absolute wreck um, because she wasn't allowed to, I mean, I was in so much pain and on so many drugs that they couldn't, you know, I, I didn't want to talk to anybody. Uh, and, uh, and she couldn't hardly get an update on what's going on with me. Not allowed in the hospital, you know, nobody. Um, so yeah. Um, and, and over the course of those days, it was, you know, it was, it was my opportunity to in, in my conscious awake hours actually listen to, you know, not only doctors and um, nurses and nutritionists who I feel like really truly saved my life and made things simple for me. But um, to kind of have the, the, the weight of the Holy Spirit, you know, kind of drop in for a minute to be like, yo, man. Um, you're 29 you, you you're married with a baby on the way and you're killing yourself um mm. wow uh so so that was the burden that i had to sit there and and, and not i couldn't run from that i had to sit in i had to just sit in and um uh if, yeah so um but i had this 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 you know had a literal fire in my belly but like a, a very figurative one too that when i got out i was it was game on right right so um you know the, the GI doctor running those numbers by me in the hospital was like, I've been doing this for 21 years and I've never seen numbers this high. I can't believe it. Uh, he was like, I, I'm a major lie. Um, and uh, um, I also had a nurse, um, Lance Young, who we also went to high school with. He graduated in 2010, I think. Um, okay. Uh, but uh, 
he was he was my nurse for most of that and so to me that was all, that was kind of cool uh you know it was a little bit of comfort for me in the in those moments but i credit him being there and making me not feel like i was just an absolute piece of shit for the way i treated myself mm. um uh really helped me along i think um and then um uh you know from there uh there was this nutritionist that came and sat with me and made what I needed to know about how I should treat myself and my diet the simplest thing ever in my life. Uh, you know, she sat and told me, um, you know, you should never be exceeding in any one meal 60 grams of carbs. Now, you know, in the moment I'm sitting there what listening. Said, like, she said what now? She said, you, you should never at any one meal exceed 60 grams of carbs. And to me, you, know, you, you sit and you think about the number 60, you're like, man, that's, that's, that's a lot of carbs. Like, you know, that, you know, but when you put it in terms of like a pasta, um, you know, and I do this because I'm thinking about a measuring cup in my mind. That's, that's my brain does now. I'm bringing my brain this way. Like, it's like this much pasta. That's not a lot of food, man. Um, you know, so uh, um, I had to learn a lot about carb counts and understand, you know, and, and you know, starting to introduce healthier things back in my life, like whole fruits. I know that, you know, by general rule, most of them are about 15 grams. 60 is a great number because it's divisible by four. So, um, you know, you can load your plate for every meal that way uh, and check your blood sugar and do the right thing. And if you know that you're on like the higher and the normal, don't go to 60. If you're on the lower and the normal, hit your 60, but don't go past it. And, um, Sounds you know, like you learned something. <laughs> I did. And I was like, sure, I wish I had met you, you know, five years ago. Like, you know, where, where were you? And, and, and why wasn't I paying this much attention to this before? It took me having to die for someone to sit and go, hey, Danny, here you go, here you go bud. Uh, like, so, um, uh, yeah. So anyway, man, um, long story short, got out of, uh, got out of the hospital and I knew as soon as I could walk, I was walking as soon as I could run, I was running. Um, and I went back to that, you know, what is your why story? And, you know, I was like, you know, in my mind, I was like, I, I, I preach this to my staff here. Um, so what do I have to live for? You know, and, and you know, what, what are the reasons that I put my feet down on the floor every day and, uh, and, and make the conscious decisions to, to, to do the right thing so I can see those people that I care about the most at the end of the day and know that I'm doing what I need to do to, to exist and not only exist, but thrive with them and for them. Um, and, you know, so, so that was all I needed, I think. Um, yeah. uh, the knowledge, the math, um, and, and the, the reasons. And so yeah. I had, and so I was walking, then I was running and, uh, I took a lot of this CrossFit knowledge that I gained over a couple of years and just kind of started using the world around me out here on these 104 acres and, and developed this camp CrossFit program, if you will. Um, so there's not, there's not a lot of weights involved to it. Uh, I think I lift once a week. Um, but, uh, but it, it's just using what I have around me and making the best of it. So I've got, you know, like three regular routine workouts and then I try to get a 5k in uh, once a week too. So, wow. um, you know, set, set new goals, um, from that moment. And when I was in the hospital, I was actually 252 pounds. So it wasn't my biggest ever, um, but probably my, easily my most unhealthy. And, um, uh, so from that point, that's really where I truly count my weight loss. Uh, from, from there in the last year, I have lost 70 pounds. Um, wow. I today on the scale, uh, hit 183. So I'm in that, you know, 697 nice. pounds. Wow. Uh, 
but uh, I haven't been 183 pounds since we were sophomores in high school. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I don't and, remember. Uh, <laughs> man, uh, so, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, been a, a blessing. You know, I hate that that's a situation that anyone should have to go through to, to have to feel like you got to hit rock bottom to bounce back. Right. But, but I'm so thankful I did. Yeah, um, dude, for the pure fact that you did bounce back and you, because a lot of people, that's be, first of all, let me just finish this thought. That's commendable, firstly. Secondly, a lot of people will have the knowledge, they will have the math, and they will have the reasons to do it. They will have a why to do it, and then they, it's just not enough for them. Right. Um, so I, I, I commend you on that part, just getting off your butt and, you know what I mean, doing yeah. what needed to be done. That's that's very motivational. You make me want to get back in the gym, huh, Trevin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I feel that. I feel that 100%. It's time. It's yeah, time no. for that. Me and yeah. – uh, well, Trevin, you want to tell them about your uh, COVID scare real quick? It, it kind of goes. <laughs> so <laughs> this is a funny story, and some of you listening have heard this story. Um, but, you know, RJ went home to Alabama for a funeral and came back um and we did a show like the day after or the day like that the day you came back like the day over the day after mm-hmm. um and we have guests on the show we have a zoom call just like this and in the middle of the show he uh just coughs into his arm just like clearing his throat a little and makes a joke he says coronavirus <laughs> the very <laughs> next day he be. calls me up and he says uh, I can't taste anything I'm, and I really don't feel good. I'm getting tested. <laughs> oh my God. And that is recorded in history. Yeah. We have the- that on an episode. Uh, so wow. yeah. And the very next episode, we were separated by a zoom call. Yeah. Um, we couldn't. And even though I was sure that I was sick, I mean, I knew it. I said to myself, uh, let's see how healthy I can get in two weeks. <laughs> let's see how much, you know, like a person can do. And I went as hard as I could like every day and I've been lacking lately, but I'm still healthier than I've ever been, I think. So, you know, um, I didn't get COVID. That was crazy to me. Uh, I didn't realize it had been so long until like, it was like the day after the third week, it was like the start of what would have been week four Uh, of me working out mm -hmm. um, and getting healthy. And I was like, I counted the dates. I remembered the date that you, that we did the show together. Cause I'm mm. like, I was sitting right next to him. Man. <laughs> literally right next to me. We were I in a different studio you. and we literally <laughs> sat like next to each other. Um, yeah. So that was crazy. But uh, I mean, fortunately, I almost so he said, found his why. <laughs> found my why. And now I just need to, to get a little bit back into gear but yeah i'm trying to find my way to get back into the gym but i you know we'll get back in there talking to danny is making it you know easier to do yeah <laughs> i runs a 5k every week it, well, five oh, K hey, once a week say i say every week um but it, it, that's that's been hard lately to be honest um yeah. you know where i'm at right now getting ready for summer camp uh you know i actually lost my co-director in march he uh um he ended up uh, taking a job and super thankful for him love him great guy great buddy um, you know, uh, but it was a good opportunity for his family in the IT world is where he's getting his degree. And um, so he, uh, but, but he jumped at the opportunity. And so, uh, so, so it's just been uh, me kind of planning, if you will, solo for camp. I still got people, 
but uh, nice. uh but but uh it's been harder as people have started to actually come back into camp in the off season for spring groups we've actually got a big team building day here tomorrow um and i've got a bunch of adults that i'm going to play some games with all day it's gonna be fun so, um, oh but, i love those days as a counselor yeah. <laughs> the, the trainings oh they yeah. were the best yeah. just literally just playing games with adults like the whole time yeah, sound like right so, so yeah, we're, we're going to do that all day tomorrow and, uh, and that's a lot of fun, but between that and, and, and other people, you know, not, not as scared to get back out in the world and come visit us and let us do these things with them. Uh, and then, you know, being busy over the weekends and trainings, hard to find that 5k Saturday time, but, uh, but yeah. I'm, 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 I'm working on it. Uh, and I'm getting close to, to averaging, you know, with that in my workouts, I average about seven miles of running a week, which is insane. Nice. Um, you know, you know me, I, I've, I've never been a person that, that, ever claimed to enjoy them uh <laughs> yeah that was me that was that was my new year's resolution this year though was going into the 2021 was to work myself to a point that i could say i, I didn't want to tell anyone you know and set set false expectations that i'd ever tell anyone i'd love to run right but uh um but but to at least say that i don't hate it anymore and i think i'm at that point i don't hate it um so <laughs> that is that is progress um, yeah. um we, we have just a couple more minutes uh what yeah. i'd like to know what's going on new at your camp anything else you're excited for besides the uh game day with adults tomorrow right um so we and we're getting ready for summer camp big time uh mm-hmm. we so camp Chandler is different from from grandview about the same size land wise uh, okay. the grandview has a few more acres but we're on lake jordan um out here in uh nice. in, in, Watumpka, Alabama, uh, which is on the map now. If anyone I know where you're at now. Okay. Uh, if anyone watches HGTV, uh, that show Hometown Makeover, they've got this season where they've completely like remodeled downtown Watumpka. It's beautiful. Um, but uh, uh, so, yeah, I see that when I come home. Check out HGTV and look it up. It's pretty cool. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, so um, uh, we're, we run an overnight camp. We run a day camp. We also facilitate user groups. So in the summer, those are if you stay with me, it's, it's camps that use our camp to run their camp. Ah, uh, uh, okay. So, we, we did that uh, back so in like, like elementary a camp school. program or a camp company or whatever it is they they have that will there. use your facility. That's their camp. Yeah, that's exactly it. They don't have their own facility, but, but, but this is their camp too. So, uh, so we run all three of those things at one time. It's crazy. I have people, wow. have, you know, kids from, from, 17 to, to 24, 25 years old that'll live with us for the summer out here. And, and, you know, we get to change lives. It's pretty awesome. Um, you know, overnight camp is a totally different beast. Uh, and, uh, and there, there's no pool here. It's, it's all lake. So the guards train and work harder and differently. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot to, to put together. Um, but we are so excited. We're right now because of COVID capacities, the rules are changing in Alabama every like two, three weeks, I think. But, um, we are currently allowed to have 75% of our bed. Uh-huh. Um, so, so we're making stride. We're making progress. Uh, um, you know, we're still having to, to go back and forth and follow different CDC rules for, you know, uh, you know, three foot distancing versus six foot distancing in different, right. different, you know, spaces and places and, um, you know, th- those kind of things. But people are so excited to get their kids out the door. Uh, moms are literally kicking them out the door already trying to get them here. Uh, and, uh, and, and kids need this, you know, honestly, now, now more than ever, uh, it's so exciting to, to get them back out and back out in nature and to be able to communicate with people in a linear fashion to have face to face 
the person-to-person conversations because none of us are doing enough of that. Um, you know, and and to get back to that that world and that life, and to take whatever you had with you outside and drop it at our gate, and we all kind of really become this family. We live with each other for the week. It's Basically, cool. yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's such a cool thing. Um, you know, shout out to anyone in the world that, that has experience with horses right now. I still need a horseback director, RJ. If you got a summer to cough up, man. Um, Thanks. Uh, yeah, because you know I used to do that at. Uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, come, you come with stay with me, um, and uh, and I've got I've got about six horses, man, that need some Ooh. love. Um, don't tempt but, uh, me, Manny. Don't tempt me. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I'm looking for them, and, and I can use a couple extra counties. But other than that, I think we're rocking, man. We're 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 ready to get back to almost what seems like normal out here. Beautiful. Well, man, I want to thank you. I want to tell you on behalf of uh, Convo Series and everybody out there listening. We appreciate that, man. We appreciate the story you told. Uh, like I said, it motivated me. I'm pretty sure. Definitely an inspiration. Yeah, for sure. Pretty sure it inspired both of us for real. Um, anything you would like to plug? Do you want to give out your social media or anything like that? Yeah, I absolutely love to do that. I appreciate that. Um, and appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, for me, I, I'm just a guy that, that, that hit rock bottom and bounced back. So if anyone finds some inspiration from that, or if there's anyone out there that's hitting rock bottom or approaching it, man, um, you can do great things and, uh, and, and stay positive and understand what your why is and it makes everything easy. Um, uh, I'm on Instagram, D. Wallace Jr. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Snapchat, the same. Um, you know, our camp, YMCA Camp Chandler. Um, uh, 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 anyone that, that needs uh, uh, energy, uh, I'm, a, I'm a brand ambassador for a company called Raise. Uh, nice. and, uh, yeah. And so they're, uh, they're, they're awesome. And, uh, caffeine is my one and only addiction at the moment. And, uh, um, and, and, and I love it, but it's, uh, you know, zero calories, carbs, uh, you know, there's the bangs and the rings of the worlds out there, but, uh, but these guys, they sell it vitamin shops and GNCs and, um, uh, but they've, uh, they've been, they've been so cool. It's one of those crazy Facebook al- algorithms that, uh, that, that showed up at my doorstep. And, yep. Um, so. <laughs> Um, but anyway um well, shouts uh, out to you shouts out to raise would you like to uh, shout out um in the show here yeah and you can find me at the uh, <laughs> you heard that too i was like i paused for a second like, did i just <laughs> anyway um yeah no you can find me at trevin's world that's everywhere i have a new youtube channel trevin's world check out the trevin's world podcast on that channel and trevin's world on all social media um that's that's your invitation so it's going to be a lot of fun we're doing a lot of cool new shit stuff uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh that's that's me for today yeah everybody and of course i am reg travels across all platforms i got a new tiktok i got a new go. tiktok trevin's world that's it go across all platforms yeah but you know it's you. newer than my, the other tiktok i am rj uh your host aka reg travels that is reg travels across all platforms including um tiktok i have a tiktok now a personal one um if you guys have not paid attention to our social media on combo series do that go follow all of that um and then youtube combo series podcast make sure you like and subscribe go follow danny lawless jr on instagram and uh across all platforms you guys we really want to thank you again thank you so much man for being a part we really of do appreciate it all right and everyone else until next time peace